If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. It's the week ending July 14, and this is The Wrap, Australia's fastest serving of technology news packed into a small sandwich bag that you can take with you to work. And we start the week with a big spend, going down the list in news and reviews from something big and expensive to, well, much less expensive and more pocket-friendly. This week that starts with Sony's X93e, or the X9300e depending on where you are, one of the bigger TV releases of the year, as Sony takes on the current champions of the television world, Samsung and LG. For the past few years, manufacturers have all been fighting over who can produce the best picture for that new 4K Ultra HD thing that's out there. And while there hasn't been much content to speak of, much of the fight has been over media that was brought up to the new resolution through upscaling. This year, however, the 4K battle is properly on, and now with Ultra HD Blu-rays out in the world, not to mention growing online libraries on services such as Netflix and Stan, the heat is on for the best panel results around, and much of that fight is in the field of colour. We all know what colour looks like, and while the colour TV isn't exactly new, a colour TV made to display the entire range of colours present in high dynamic range media is new, with much of the effort these days about boosting that and making images really pop off the screen. And really, that's the important thing about new TVs, with images that do pop off the screen almost as they were real or 3D. That's what the organic LED screens accomplish, the OLED TVs you might see around, but regular LED still has some life left in it. To help with that, manufacturers have been using tiny crystals to amplify the colour, called quantum dots, and that's an area Sony has been dabbling in for quite some time with its Triluminos TVs. This year, the latest take on that is to push the colour even harder thanks to processing power, and while there's a whole lot of marketing jargon in the use of Sony's quote, 4K HDR processor X1 Extreme, unquote, and the quote, extended dynamic range pro, unquote, chips, the point here is to emphasize color and lots of it, rendering everything with the sort of lifelike realism you'd expect a 2017 TV to handle. And for the most part, Sony's X9300 is a stellar display, boasting sublime colors, brilliant contrast, and a picture quality that is as real as day, complete with a sound system that actually isn't bad either. That last part, the sound system, it's one of the areas you usually expect to be weaker, normally expecting to replace it with an amplifier and speakers or even a soundbar. But you may not need that here, as the X9300 offers decent sound without any extra help. The one thing that definitely needs work, though, is the remote. And in a day and age where the remote control is getting simpler, Sony has kind of left things old school with buttons and lots of them. That shouldn't mar the experience, though, just lessen it a little. And you can read our full review, our full experience, with our 15-minute write-up at picker.com.au. But suffice to say, Sony's X9300 is a lovely screen, even if we were left wanting it to be a little thinner and maybe a touch brighter. And at a little over five grand, it's also the most expensive of the gadgets we've seen this week, followed close behind by something else, with a new fancy Leica camera also announced. This week, the company that made the instruments used by greats like Henry Carter Cartier-Bresson, Elliot Erwitt and Alexander Rachenko announced a new model would be on its way to Leica stores and the online presence, crafting an update to the mirrorless Leica T-Series made out of aluminium. That would be the Leica TL2, an update to last year's TL, with improvements including a 24-megapixel sensor, a new image processor, and the ability to fire 20 frames per second with a 3.7-inch touchscreen to control things on the back. This camera is special outside of it being a Leica, and that's because it's the first interchangeable mirrorless for the company to sport 4K Ultra HD video. Granted, it's not the first 4K camera from Leica, but it's the first mirrorless that we've seen to do so, making it potentially a 4K Leica that could be within the reach of more customers, especially thanks to a sub-3 grand price. Just remember, that sub-3 grand price 
doesn't include lenses. As is typical with Leica, you will need to spend a little bit more to actually use the camera. A little less expensive are a couple of mice on the way from Logitech that both do something rather special. As Logitech relaunches its flagship MX mouse range, can you believe mice actually have flagship models? It's also introducing something rather interesting, with a technology it calls Flow. Developed for the type of computer user these days that relies on a couple of computers at once, you know, like so many of us have multiple laptops on our desks these days, Logitech's Flow will let you control two computers and as many as three with the one mouse. A rather neat concept, Logitech does this by letting its mouse software talk to other computers on your network where the mouse driver is installed, and when you run the external mouse from one side to the other on screen, the mouse is picked up on the other computer, kind of like if your extra computer was a second screen that was just running between them. The catch for this technology is that you not only need one of these new mice, but you also need to be connected to a network at the time, as the whole network thing, wired or wireless, is how this whole thing works. The network issue is easy to deal with, as is the mouse, which will set you back anywhere between $100 and $150, depending on if you want a portable or a more desktop-friendly version of the MX mice. And Logitech's MX mice are also the least expensive devices on the wrap this week, worth more than some of the Windows phones still found in the world, now that Windows Phone 8.1 has been pronounced dead. Basically, if you have a Nokia 1020, it's a shame, it's, a, it's such a good phone, or something else that can't be upgraded, consider this your public service announcement to get out and get out now. This is the end, the end my friend, and Windows Phone 8.1 is done. We're rather curious what will remain of Windows Phone 10, given Microsoft hasn't made a change or released a new model in almost two years, but I guess we'll just have to see. And also at the end is the wrap with another week done with. We'll be back this time next week with news and reviews put together in the space of time it takes to eat a bagel or pretty much anything else you fancy. Until then, take care and have a great week.